Thank you for downloading from the Great Commission Society. Support for this podcast comes from your generous gifts and donations. You can find out more about our global ministry and team at www.greatcommissionsociety.com. One of the best-loved hymns of the faith, It Is Well With My Soul, was written by Horatio Spafford. Mr. Spafford, a wealthy businessman in Chicago, lost much of his real estate holdings in the Great Chicago Fire. After the fire, he sent his wife and four daughters on a ship to Europe, intending to join them later for a time of rest, as well as to assist Moody and Sankey with a revival in Great Britain. But the voyage was struck by disaster, and Spafford received a cable from his wife with the painful message, Saved Alone. Spafford quickly made arrangements to join his wife. When they reached a spot where his daughters had drowned, Spafford marked that sad event with words of hope. When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows away, whatever my lot, thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. These powerful words written in the midst of such pain are a reminder to us today that even though we may be enduring great suffering and hardship, it is not the end of God's plan for us. Sometimes God's children get discouraged because it appears that life is going better for others that may be doing wrong. Yet the end result of both paths is already settled. Those who fear God will be able to say, it is well. Those who oppose God will quickly find that the end of their path is death and destruction. Keeping the end result in mind helps us keep doing right. Let us keep on keeping on. How do people tend to explore faith? And what lessons can we learn from their spiritual journeys that might help us as we work to fulfil the Great Commission? Is it possible to identify specific thresholds that people encounter on their journey to knowing God personally? Hello and welcome to our GCS podcast with author and evangelist Tony Anthony. How do people move from a place of distrust to trust, or from feeling complacent to curious? What causes people who are close to change to suddenly be open to change in their lives? How do people move from meandering to seeking and ultimately trusting in Christ for salvation? Let's join Tony as he answers these questions by examining five spiritual thresholds that people encounter on their faith journey. I'd like to talk today about spiritual thresholds. You know, if you've ever tried to share your faith, it's likely that you've had that moment where you stand there thinking, God is so big, faith is such a huge decision, where do I start? It can feel like a massive conversation and one that's pretty easy to talk yourself out of having as well. Indeed, you may have been trained in the past to use gospel tools like the Four Spiritual Laws or the Roman Roads, the Evangel Cube, or perhaps the GCS Gospel Presentation. You know, these tools are really great for sowing the seed of the gospel and getting past some of those awkward opening lines. But what happens when you're talking to someone who has already heard the gospel before, but still has not accepted Christ? Where do you begin with that person? What you'll quickly discover is that no two gossip conversations will be the same. Every person you're going to meet will be at different places, different levels in his or her spiritual journey. And that's where spiritual thresholds can really help. It's Don Everts and Doug Sharp from InterVarsity Christian Fellowship who identified five specific thresholds that people encounter on their journey to knowing God personally. This is the journey of how people tend to explore faith. So once we can understand the process, we can be far more helpful to friends moving through each of these thresholds. God is already at work in our friends. Discerning what thresholds they're in only helps to allow us to be more helpful in their faith journey. 
So let's look at these five spiritual thresholds. The first one would be the initial trust. This is where your friends get to know you, find out you're a believer and learns to trust you, no matter what they've heard about Christians. People today often start in a place of scepticism or distrust towards Christians. So in this first important threshold, people are now moving into a relationship of trust with a Christian friend. Trust is the seed that catalyzes the journey of faith. We read, don't we, in John chapter 4, verses 1 to 26, how Jesus built trust with a Samaritan woman by initiating a conversation and inviting her into further, deeper conversation. Our friends may not have a reason to trust a Christian. Now, if Christians are fanatical and narrow-minded and dogmatic in everything all the time, you know, keeping one's distance seems like the smartest posture to take around us. Our role now is to try to gain trust by being transparent and authentic, loving genuinely, and sometimes trying to answer some of those tough questions with both our words and our actions. You know, pray for God to soften our hearts, to intercede in our friends' lives, and for opportunities, many opportunities, to be involved in their lives. A second threshold would be spiritual curiosity. As your friendship deepens, your friends may become curious about Jesus and interested, at least on an intellectual level, in your faith. It's possible to have a trust relationship with somebody for years without them having any interest in your faith. So this second threshold is where they become curious now. So learn how to ask questions that spark curiosity. Trust is not the same as active personal faith, but without some kind of bridge of trust in place, people will not move closer to God. The second threshold is spiritual curiosity. As your friendship deepens, your friend may become curious about Jesus and interested, at least on an intellectual level, in your faith. It's possible to have a trust relationship with somebody for years without them having any interest in our faith. And so this second threshold is where they become curious. So learn how to ask questions that spark curiosity. You may remember in John chapter 3 verses 1 to 15 how Jesus stokes Nicodemus's curiosity by giving him surprising responses that push the conversation deeper. Now curiosity can range from mere awareness of a new possibility to something quite intense. Nevertheless, a person at the threshold of curiosity is not yet open to personal change. Curiosity is still essentially passive, but it's more than mere trust. And so our friends may not yet be interested in our faith lives. And so our role is to encourage questions and live curiously. The third threshold would be spiritual openness. You know, at some points, your friend will realise that something's missing from his or her life, and they may start to wonder whether that something might be Jesus. So this third threshold, where people go from being closed to open to change, is perhaps one of the most misunderstood and mysterious of the thresholds. Your friend's questions move from curious, often intellectual or academic, to the personal realm, and they may even start to examine their lives. And that's perfect when that happens. You know, our friends desperately need someone who's willing to offer them the truth in love, to encourage them to be open to change. And so that's why it is indeed the most difficult transition for a postmodern non-believer. Openness is not a commitment to change. People who are open are simply admitting they're open to the possibility of change. In John chapter 5, verses 1 to 15, we see how Jesus invites a sick man to change by asking him an obvious question, do you want to get better? You know, our friends do not see a need to make a change in their own lives yet, 
Now, our role is to challenge our friends to grow in areas of personal struggle by asking them to invite God to make that particular change. Maybe we can pray with our friends to invite God into the parts of their lives they want to see change happen. A fourth threshold is spiritual seeking. That's where they are now seeking after God themselves. You know, when your friends realise Jesus could be what they're missing, they'll start to seek him more intentionally, reading the Bible, asking questions, getting involved with a Christian community. And so threshold four is where someone moves from simply being open to change to actually seeking after Jesus. People often begin by looking everywhere and investigating everything. Of course, remember, Jesus is one of many options they're exploring. So we have the joy of focusing them in on Jesus and helping them ask him the questions they need answered in order to trust him. Don't we read in Mark chapter 10, verses 46 to 52, where Jesus invites Bartimaeus to ask Jesus directly for what he's looking for. Our friends are asking spiritual questions, but not looking at Jesus for the answers. And so our crucial role is to help them engage the stories of Jesus and show them how Jesus engages their questions and longings. Perhaps invite your friends into a midweek Bible study or, you know, to help answer their questions. It is essential that we make the gospel imperatively clear and easy to understand and accessible. And the fifth threshold is spiritual following. You know, this is where they're stepping into the kingdom. This is it. This is where your friend decides to give his or her life to Christ. This is the wonderful moment when someone puts their trust in Jesus for the first time. As a friend in Threshold 5, we can help them see how good Jesus and the kingdom of God are, as well as the cost involved in following Jesus as well. We mustn't forget that part. We also need to celebrate with them and continue to support them in their new journey of faith. We read in John chapter 4, verses 27 to 42, how Jesus reveals that he is the Messiah to the Samaritan woman, who returns to her village and invites the villagers to meet Jesus for themselves. Our friends have not made a decision to follow Jesus yet. Our role is to share the gospel and invite them to say yes to following Jesus. Get to know these thresholds, and you'll always have a strong sense of where to start the conversation. If you're not sure where your friend is on his or her spiritual journey, the easiest way to find out is to ask. You know, open-ended questions like, what do you think happens when we die? You know, that can be a great way to gain some insights into what they're thinking. And so may God give us all the wisdom, courage and love as we help our friends grow towards their next step of faith. We hope you enjoyed the message. Please subscribe and leave a rating and review to help others find our podcast. At GCS, our mission is to communicate the gospel message relevantly to every person in the world. One way we do this is by providing practical resources to help you grow in your faith and present the Christian faith across different cultures. You can find out more about our resources at www.greatcommissionsociety.com. If you would like to donate to our efforts, be sure to contact us or you can donate online. GCS is a listener-supported ministry and is chaired by a board of directors in Edinburgh, UK.